everyone, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, scientist and healer, and this is another episode of Scientific Healing. And today what I'm going to talk about are ways to stop those looping thoughts, the things that can really spoil your life and your day. And uh, if you like this content, please give me some thumbs up or five-star love to help spread the word. And the reason why I got onto this topic is that this week alone I ran across several people who were obsessing over the past and pulling themselves back into it and reliving it and grieving for it and grieving people. And then others were worried about their future, um, waiting on medical tests or wondering what a court date is going to bring. And all of that really spoils your life in the present moment. It really does. And so why don't we just get started right now? So the first thing is to get yourself into the present moment. So what happens when you are worrying about the past or thinking about the past with sad thoughts, grieving, sorrow, or worried about the future or afraid of it, is that it ruins your time right now. And uh, it could be, you know, that you just got mad at somebody who cut you off at the corner and you're steaming about it and barking about it. <laughs> and or it could be that, um, you know, you're worried about a court date and what the result is going to be. And I'm just going to tell you that really pretty much none of it matters. So here's my philosophy on worrying. So worrying is a two-edged sword, really, right? So the first is that you can worry and the result that you worried about didn't happen. So you spent all that time worrying about nothing. And the second thing is that you can be worried and then the thing happens, but you've spent all your energy worrying about it instead of thinking of solutions to move past it. So you've wasted all that time worrying. Getting yourself into the present moment, there are several ways to do that. One is to really to get your body, your body and your, your emotions have this two-way conversation. So if you're hunched over and you're in this fearful posture, your cortisol levels, uh, meaning your um, stress levels, will go up. So if you straighten your spine up and pull your shoulders back, even uh, make yourself really big, like, you know, superhero pose, whatever, and take some nice deep breaths and imagine the air going all the way down into your toes. That's like a mini meditation. The thing that I discovered long ago when I was going through a very difficult divorce is that I'd get up every day and my head would be spinning with all these looping thoughts. I got to get this done and that done and that done and I've got to go to the lawyer and I've got to, you know, pay this bill and I've got to go to work and I got to get this paper done and I got to pick the kids up. So all, all of that was like really keeping me from enjoying my life at the moment. So. What I did was I would go to bed 15 minutes earlier, wake up 15 minutes earlier, and I'd spend that time journaling. And what I discovered is that while the journaling process is magical in itself because it helps you channel whatever needs to come through you, but the other thing that happens is that if you start making lists of things that you need to do 
and then you make a plan on how to do it on paper, it's like all of a sudden everything settles down and that and all of that hurricane that's going around in your mind gets quiet. So the thing that I would do is I just kept cutting the cords. Every time that thought came up, I'd chop down three times and I would just imagine that heavy thought just drop into the ground and, and let me go and released me, right? And that really helped. So uh, an added step to that, right? The added step to that is then looking at uh, what is your body telling you? So after my mom died, my eyes got very, very swollen red and the whites of my eyes became almost completely red. And uh, it was really hard to see out of my eyes. And uh, as I was mentioning this to somebody, they said, well, what is it about your mother's death that you don't want to see? And as soon as that person said that, it was a woman, as soon as she said that to me, I don't remember who, <laughs> but as soon as it was it was told to me, I re I knew immediately the picture I didn't want to see because you know when you're in your 80s and you go, it's not always a pretty picture. It's just part of life, right? And it's not always pretty, and so I knew exactly the image that I needed to let go. So every time that image came up, I just kept cutting the cords and I did a healing on my eyes. And I also did a healing on my emotions over that um, thought. And once I let those emotions go, the eyes within a day or two com became completely clear, right? So, so sometimes your body is giving you a little clue as to what's going on. If you're, have you have an upset stomach? What is it you're not able to stomach? If uh, you know something's going on in your mouth, what aren't you able to bite down to, bite into, or you know sink your teeth into to take the next step? Um, if something is going on in your intestines, let's say some sort of inflammation. Uh, what is it you're not able to absorb? You know, these are questions that you can ask yourself. Our language is actually a clue as to what's going on in your body, right? So, so there's uh, another step, right, is after you cut the cords, pay attention to what's going on in your body and seeing what it is. Maybe there's something left over that you're not seeing. And um, so another thing that, that I have done in the past, and I know that works for me, is whenever I get into the worry zone, which isn't very often. So um, what I started doing when I was worrying, because I was in a very difficult situation 25 years ago, being sick, going through a divorce, wondering whether I was still going to have a house to live in, uh, you know, I was in a foreign country where I didn't speak the language that well, so I had to learn the language. You know, I had to learn like legal language, even high level language, graduate student level language. And um, so then I would get up in the morning and I would sit down and I'd write. And the first thing I'd write is, am I okay right now? Is anything happening to me right now? Is anything happening to my children right now? Is anything happening to my home right now? So what that did was it brought me into the present moment and I kept asking, saying the word yes. 
So when you say the word yes, it energizes your body. It just like when you say the word no, it weakens you. So if you keep saying yes, am I okay right now? Yes. Is everything okay with my home? Yes. Do I have enough money to pay all my bills this month? Yes. Uh, are my children okay? Yes. So as soon as you start saying the word yes over and over again, it sort of like energizes your body and gets you feeling really good. Yes, um, there's a really, really, really important one, and that is getting your body moving. I know when you feel really terrible, it's really hard to get moving. It really is. Uh, sometimes I'd sit there and going, no, I can't. I just simply can't do it. So I learned to either have a 10-minute yoga routine all, you know, queued up on my computer at all times, and I would just press the thing and I just start moving, or I just get myself up and walk around the block. So um, physiological studies and uh, a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists have shown that if you get a depressed person up and walking around, especially if, you're, if they're being therapized, if you get them up and walking around, it is nearly impossible to be depressed while they are in motion. So getting yourself in motion changes the hormonal composition of your body, much like, you know, standing up straight. So getting in motion and getting more exercise really, really, really helps you start to feel stronger and be able to take care of those looping thoughts and emotions, right? And you can tell I feel really good today because I've already walked four miles and, and I just got back from, from doing uh, bench presses and stuff at the gym. So that, that is one of those things, like the more I exercise, not, you know, past a certain point, I won't go out and run a marathon every day, but I won't go past a point, but, you know, getting the right amount of exercise for me is essential to um, my mood, my, the amount of sleep I get, the amount of work I get done during the day, uh, you know, my clarity of thinking and all of that and being able to take care of those encroaching, looping thoughts. And in general, when I do my regular exercise, I don't have looping thoughts. It's when I stop moving is when they start coming in. So if your physiology is like mine, you're going to have to do some moving. What we've gone through is getting yourself into the present moment with meditation, uh, wake up your brain dot today will get you one of those uh, very simple 11 minute um, meditations to get yourself into the present moment. Take a deep breath, straighten your body up, and uh, get yourself in the present moment. Another one is journaling to write things down to keep to settle down that whirlwind that's going on. Um, cut cords every time you think of it and uh, asking yourself, am I okay right now, right? And that gets you into a yes state that helps strengthen you and release your uh, worries. Um, get up and get into motion. It doesn't matter what kind, yoga, lifting weights, running, walking, cycling, anything. Just get yourself outside. Uh, even take your shoes off when you get back and put your feet on the grass and let the earth like release everything into the earth. 
um, pay attention to what your body is telling you, and listen to music, something that makes you feel happy and upbeat. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if this has helped you or you think it might help someone you know, please share it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to my channel and I will see you same time next week. You have a great week.